This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Green and Gold History. 50 plus years of stories, championships, and colorful characters. This is Ace Baseball. This is Green and Gold History. We are getting ready for the retirement of number 34, the great Dave Stewart, Oakland's own Oakland A's Hall of Famer. And I can tell you this is a who's who. I can tell you from what I see here in the press box, I see two Hall of Famers in Ricky Henderson and Dennis Eckersley. Mark McGuire is here. Carney Lansford and a lot of other teammates. Another Hall of Famer is out, and it's just wonderful to see him. He looks great. Tony LaRussa. Ken Korak will be your master of ceremonies. And you think about these days and what they mean for the organization. It always is important that we honor our past and we honor the great history of one of the best sports franchises in our country and clearly one of the best franchises in all of Major League Baseball. When you think Dave Stewart, what is he joining? He is joining a group of some of the greatest players who have ever lived. When you say number nine, Reggie Jackson, number 24, Ricky Henderson, number 43, Dennis Eckersley, number 34, Raleigh Fingers, number 27, Catfish Hunter. And that's a big league group to join right there. And this is just the second time, if you didn't hear uh, Vince and I earlier today, this is just the second time in baseball history. you got to remember, baseball's history is over 150 years old. This is just the second time in baseball history that a number has been retired twice. The Yankees have done it with Bill Dickey and the legend Yogi Berra, number eight. That's it. And it's very important that, you know, you honor your past and you truly understand, you know, what has made your organization what it is. You know, the A's went to three straight World Series title with their ace on the, I mean, they went to three straight World Series, they won one title. And one of the reasons why they were able to do that is because of Dave Stewart. When you think of having that guy, and it's something that I preach and people call it old school and doesn't matter, well, they're wrong. It does matter to have that guy. It does matter to have that ace. It does matter to have that 20-game winner. It does matter to have that confidence that every single time your team shows up and that guy is on the mound, everybody believes. Not only do your guys believe, the other team knows it too. When we talk about the legendary battles between Dave Stewart and Roger Clemens, those Boston Red Sox hitters, they knew they were in for a long day because Dave Stewart was on the mound. Dave Stewart gave this team the confidence to be one of the best teams in baseball because they knew when Stu went out there, they were going to win. Let's 
It is now time for the celebration. Let's throw it to the ceremony and our public address announcer. Mitchell gone on strike. One odd left here. Five nothing A's. Swung on. High drive. Center field. Dave Henderson signaling. It's mine. It's mine. It is. And it's a new hitter for Dave Stewart in the stadium. The things that I've experienced growing up as a kid here in the in the Bay Area um, is huge. The A's created the Dave Stewart Community Award to annually recognize an A's player for his charitable contribution. So, in a small way, you want to do something good in your community. Sorry. Um, and be remembered. And uh, this does that. At this time, let's send it down to the field to our MC for today's ceremony, the voice of your athletics, Ken Korak. What an honor today to be down here, especially with all these luminaries. It's my great honor to welcome you today as we retire number 34 and celebrate the accomplishments of one of the greatest players and humans to ever wear the green and gold. In all, Dave Stewart spent eight seasons in Oakland including finishing his career in 1995 with his beloved hometown team. Stu was in the top five in Cy Young voting from 1987 to 1990. He won at least 20 games in all four of those seasons. In 1989, his All-Star season, he was a cornerstone of the championship team that swept the Giants in the World Series. He was the MVP of that fall classic. He has also dedicated himself to the city and community of Oakland, supporting and mentoring the Boys and Girls Clubs, as well as Babe Ruth Leagues, representatives of which are here today. Dave Stewart embodies everything that is great about our city. Now I could spend hours listing all of his accomplishments, but perhaps we should hear from some of those who know him the best. First, I'd like to introduce members of Stu's family. His wife, Lonnie. His sons, Tariq, Roberto, and Devon. His daughter, Simone. His grandchildren, Grayson, Sante, Robertito. His nephew, Bentley his niece, Maya, his brother, Gregory, his sisters, Brenda, Carolyn, Marilyn, and Stephanie, and his brothers-in-law, Leonard and Dr. Lorne. We'd also like to recognize family members who are no longer with us. Dave's parents, Dave and Natalie Stewart, and Mr. C. Now we have several of Stu's great friends with us here on the infield on this dais. First of all, Todd Stoudemire. Todd was teammates and rotation mates with Stu in Toronto in 93 and 94 and came over to uh, the athletics with him in 1995. 
Todd is a two-time World Series champion and played 14 years in the majors. Todd Stottlemyre. Next up, Reggie Smith. Reggie was a member and a great player with the Dodgers in the 1978 Dodgers team where Stu made his Major League debut. They played together in the Dodgers organization until 81. Reggie and Dave worked together to build a baseball academy in Nicaragua. Reggie Smith. Terry Steinbach. Legendary pitching, of course, is made possible by great catching. Steiny was the primary backstop for all eight of Dave Stewart's years in Oakland. They were all-star teammates in 89. Steiny earned three all-star nods in his career. Terry Steinbach. Mark McGuire. Twelve-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger. He led the league in home runs four times. Big Mac was the AL Rookie of the Year when Stu had his first 20-win season. They played in the green and gold together for eight years. Big Mac. Dennis Eckersley. A solid start is best followed by a flawless finish. Eck closed out games from 87 to 95 here, nearly the exact span of Stewart's years with the A's. The Oakland-born Hall of Famer earned six All-Star nods, including a Cy Young and MVP during his time in green and gold. We're excited to have Eck here today as Dave Stewart's 34 joins Eck's 43 atop Mount Davis. Dennis Eckersley. Ricky Henderson. I told you we had luminaries here. The Man of Steel, fellow Oakland native, whose number 24 is also immortalized in athletics history. All-time stolen base leader, 10-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger. 1990 American League MVP, and of course, Ricky and Stewart teammates in Oakland starting in 89, playing together nearly every season until 95, including as Blue Jays in 1993. Ricky Henderson. <laughs> Carney Lansford. Carney manned the hot corner as Stu's teammate from 86 to 92, the final season of Carney's career. Lansford is another Bay Area native. He was an all-star in 88 and a silver slugger in 1981. Carney Lansford. Reggie Jackson. Mr. October, 
played just the 87 season with Stu. But their friendship spans decades. Reggie played 10 seasons, of course, in Oakland. 14-time All-Star, 73 MVP, 1993 Hall of Fame inductee. Reggie's number nine is proudly displayed atop Mount Davis, now joined by Stu's 34. Reggie. We are so thrilled, I can't tell you, to have Tony La Russa here. Hall of Fame manager, of course. He was a four-time manager of the year. Managed every year that Stu played with the A's, which included earning three pennants and a World Series title. And a very inspirational individual as well, and I can attest to that. Tony La Russa. Walter J. Haas. The Haas family. Represented here today by Wally. Owned the athletics from 1980 to 1995. During that time, the A's won five division titles, played in three World Series, and of course, won it all in 89. Dave Stewart has a special connection with the Haas family, and we'll hear a bit more about that later. Wally Haas. Well, now it's time to introduce the man of the hour, the great number 34, whose number will forever be retired and immortalized in the annals of athletics history. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Stewart. Stu. At this time, please direct your attention to the video board. Congratulations, Stu, on having your jersey retired. Mr. Dave Stewart, let me congratulate you on getting your number retired. Stu, congratulations on getting your number retired. Stu, congratulations. Don Mattingly down here in South Florida. I uh, just want to congratulate you on your number being retired out there. Congratulations. 
uh, especially for a kid used to sneak in the Oakland Coliseum. Now your number is being retired in Oakland Coliseum. You had four straight 20-game season. You were an all-star. Uh, you were World Series MVP. So you certainly earned uh, this honor. We were so blessed to have you as an example and someone to look up to. Um, you've truly represented our community. Uh, you've truly recommended our race. You've shown me the way, especially a young kid growing up in Oakland, to see you make it to the big leagues. You gave me my dream, and I was able to reach that myself. And I can't say thank you so much for all you do for me and us here at the network. And now I really want you to enjoy this. Your number retired by the Oakland A's. It's going to be so special every time I walk in the building to see your 34 and your name up there with all the other greats. I love you, man. And it is a privilege and an honor to uh, say, hey, man, they are, in a, they are retiring your number. It was never any fun to see those beady little eyes sticking out and that hat pulled down uh, coming into the Coliseum with the Bash Brothers and that crew. You guys had some great teams. Good luck, my friend, and uh, congratulations. Love you, big boy. You keep it moving, man. Good luck, and I love you, and uh, hey, your future is always bright. Congratulations uh, on this honor. Well deserved. You have a wonderful day, and congratulations on the retirement of your number 34. Really appreciate all those people contributing to this special day. Now let's turn the mic over to former athletics infielder, Stu's teammate and great friend of Stu, Carney Lansford. So we only have about two minutes to speak, so I'm gonna share a quick story. So after the 1985 season, we traded for a pitcher from the St. Louis Cardinals, a former 20-game winner, Joaquin Andahar. So fast forward with me towards the end of the 1986 season. We're on the road, we're on the bus, and getting ready to go to the airport. Well, Joaquin gets on the bus, walks to the back of the bus where our starting pitchers were, and he says to them, none of you guys will ever win 20 games because you don't know how. And I remember looking at Stu, and Stu said to Joaquin, is that right? Well, four years later, Stu's a four-time 20-game winner. So congratulations to Stu, the consummate professional, the perfect teammate, and incredible friend. Thank you. Carney Lansford. I'd never heard that story, and that's a thing of beauty. Now let's turn the mic over to Reggie Jackson. Thank you very much, Ken. I want to say that I would not have missed this event for anything. I'm honored and proud to be here. Uh, standing in front of the great fans here that I remember many, many years ago. There's probably three times as many in the ballpark today as was, so I'm a little uncomfortable with this big crowd. But I can remember my dear friend and really more than that, uh, 
Dave Stewart has become a family member and a brother to me. I remember picking him up at 66th and Seminary, at 66th and East 14th Street, when he was 10 and 12 years old, to bring him to the ballpark. I said to Stu, gosh, why don't you let me leave you some tickets? He said, no way. It's more fun sneaking in. <laughs> I can tell you, to describe Dave Stewart, and if you knew him as well as I did, or as well as any of these guys that are standing up here, if, they could, if you could pick one guy in the stadium to be with you in the foxhole that has no understanding of the word fear, it would be Dave Stewart. Thank you very much. Enjoy your well-deserved day, Stu. And I will sit back now and listen to the other great stories from the other great players that are here and enjoy my day as well as you, Stu. Thank you. Thank you, Reggie. Tony LaRusso's career here and Stu's career here with the A's, I think, very much uh, intertwined. And our next speaker is the skipper. Here's Tony LaRusso. Thank you, Ken. Uh, Reggie mentioned Dave, no fear. I understood the concept of fear because I feared Dave Stewart. Try and get him out of the game when he didn't want to come. Try and pitch, uh, limit his innings under 300. You should fear it. And I feared it. Luckily, I had a guy named Dave Duncan that stood between us, and he never could put his hands on me. So I understood the fear from the other side. Uh, I want to start by saying thank you. The fans that are here today to honor Stu. Always been an outstanding bond between the fans and this franchise. Thank you for being here to honor this band. You know, we have some special teammates, but their teammates are not here. And I've heard from a bunch of them, so I'm going to read them real quickly. Walter Weiss is in Atlanta, couldn't make it. Mike Gallego in Anaheim. Mike Moore. Kurt Young. Storm Davis. Rick Honeycutt. Gene Nelson. They all said they wish they could be here. And now the most difficult part of who's not here you know, we get together, a bunch of us, from time to time, and without exception, there will always be comments about the guys that are missing. When I take a minute to uh, express how important they were to the championship teams, Dave Hindu Henderson, Bobby Welsh, TP Tony Phillips. And the Cobra, he's still in Cincinnati, wish he could be here, but Dave Parker. Anyway, you know how you get this honor of being your number, have it re retired? 
Uh, I'd like to explain very quick, there's two sides that I see. There's Dave as a person, and Ken has talked about it already. Uh, Ken is a member of the community. Always was, always will be. Whatever your cause, if he's in, available, he will be there for you. Here's an example, and most of us know this, all of us know this. 1989 earthquake. Who's the A's that went with the workers day in and day out, morning and night, bringing them drinks, donuts, sandwiches, helping them? Dave Stewart. So that's the personal side. As far as a teammate, you're not a championship contender unless you have a top of the rotation stud. Dave was every bit of that. He wanted to pitch the biggest games. He wanted to face the toughest opponent. We all know the memorable confrontations with Roger Clemens and the Red Sox. But I'm going to give you one example of just how big this guy's guts and heart are. I say were and are because he's still the same way. 1992, we were playing in the division series against the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, by the way, let me back up because I'm going to kick myself. Renee Latchman, Dave Duncan, Art Kushner have all said, Stu, congratulations. Hey, we were playing in the division series. First game is in Toronto. Harold Baines won the game with a home run in the ninth inning. Eck got three outs, up one nothing. Lost game two, lost game three. So we're playing here game four. We had a real tough loss. The Blue Jays, who ended up winning the World Series, came back and tied us in the ninth, beat us in the tenth. Well, the next day is game five. So everybody in the clubhouse, you know, you're sad. You know, it's down 3-1. We lose game five. It's over. And there were comments. Do we pack for Toronto because we win? Or if we lose, we wasted packing and let's just wait and see. While guys were in between, I'm in my office along with Wally, Sandy, and uh, Steve comes in and says, come in the clubhouse, Dave Stewart has a meeting. Actually, Mr. Haas was there too. So we all walk in the clubhouse and there's Stu is standing in front of everybody. He's pitching the next day against the Toronto and David Cohn. And he told everybody, I don't want to hear any of this negative crap. You bring your bags packed for game five because we're going to Toronto. I will not let us lose. He pitched a nine-inning complete game and won it five to two. That takes accountability, guts, and a guy who deserves to have his number retired, Dave Stewart. Tony LaRusso. Next up, let's hear from Wally Haas, whose family, of course, owned the ball club during Stu's tenure here. Well, thanks, Ken, very much. And it's so great to be back in the Coliseum after all these years of field, of memories and moments that happened and certainly our honoree today had his hand in many of those moments. 
So I'm really grateful that the A's organization is finally having this day for Stu. It's well-deserved. All I can say on the field is Dave Stewart was the greatest big game pitcher of his era. I'll have a quick story about a game that is not that well-known, but I'll never forget it. It was late in the 1988 season. It was a Tuesday night. The A's were playing the vaunted Boston Red Sox, and Dave Stewart had pitched a shutout through eight innings. Team was ahead one to nothing. Now I understand why Tony left him in. He didn't have the guts to take him out. All Dave did, facing the heart of the Boston lineup, the likes of Dwight Evans and Jim Rice, was strike out the side on 10 pitches. True story. So I really wish my father was here today to have this do this speech. He cared for all his players. To him, they were family. But he had a special place in his heart for Stu. And I really believe that they shared the same values and goals. They both cared so much about bringing a world championship to Oakland. And they cared so deeply about giving back to the community. Dave was his commitment his care for people is well known. So I guess it was no surprise that when we created the Walter Haas Jr. Co Community Service Award, Dave was the first recipient. And if we were really being honest and just give the award on merit, he would have won it every year. And when we sold the team, our successive owners also recognized him for his community service because they actually changed the name of the award which I believe still stands, the Dave Stewart Community Service Award. And finally, Major League Baseball gave Dave the ultimate recognition for community service by awarding him the prestigious Roberto Clemente Award in 1990. So in conclusion, as great a player as Dave was, he's even a better person. David, congratulations. It's well-deserved. Now it is my distinct pleasure and honor to introduce the man of the hour and bring him up to the podium today, someone who's done so much for the Oakland A's and for this community, please give a warm welcome to Dave Stewart. Thank you. Thank you. 
This is different than pitching, I tell you that. <laughs> I, I don't want to keep you long, and I guess I get a little long-winded when I'm one-on-one, -on -one, but in front of a crowd of people, it's a little bit more difficult for me to get my thoughts out and to be able to share. So I guess the best place to start this is my brother Gregory and I, we spent a lot of time in the backyard playing a game called strikeout. Gregory was always the, the best hitters in the game. Willie Mays, Willie McCovey, you name it, that's who he was. And I always got a chance to be whatever pitcher I wanted to be. He's five years older than me. And he always set the positions to be bases loaded, nobody out in the ninth inning. And I had to strike him out. That was the beginning of it. That was the beginning of my dream. It was the beginning of my love for the game of baseball. My first major league game was in 1962. My father, Dave Stewart, took me to a Giants and Pittsburgh Pirates game. I got an opportunity to see Willie Mays. I got an opportunity to see Roberto Clemente. My father waited with me patiently after that baseball game, and we were waiting for Willie Mays. We waited, it seemed like hours. Willie Mays signed every autograph with me being the second to the last autograph that he signed. That was the demonstration and the example of the kind of baseball player I wanted to be. I wanted to be a player that was patient with the fans and, and did well in his community. Willie Mays was that example for me. When I was drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1975, my first spring training being 1977, Major League Spring Training. Reggie Smith was one of the first players that took me under his wing. I had a bad day of batting practice. I hit a bunch of my teammates unintentionally. <laughs> and Tommy Lasorda stood on the side and said that the Yankees had sent in a double agent. They wanted to get rid of all of his players. I was walking to my room in Dodgertown, Reggie and Davey Lopes were laying in their bed with the shades open. And I was walking past the room sheepishly, and I heard Reggie say, bring your ass in here. <laughs> I walked into the room, and I sat down, and Reggie told me, whatever you do in this game of baseball, but you ever let anybody put you in the position that you're walking with your head down. You gave it your best effort, you walk with your head up, and you be proud. Reggie Jackson, when I was a young man, and the story he told was true, the part he left out was, when he offered me a ride, 
I told him that my mother told me, never accept a ride from a stranger. Reggie, when I was a little kid, the timing of when I met him was good in my life. My brother was five years older and girls started to play for him and so less time he gave to me. I had six sisters. My sister Carolyn, her way of rewarding me was slapping me in the back of my head and said, boy, you better do what you're supposed to. Get out there, cut that grass and rake those leaves. So Reggie, for me, my cousins, although I came to the Coliseum in 1968, so I saw them when they were bad, but I also saw them when they were rising. He took time, made time, out of his time, to make sure that I was all right. If I needed a ride, he'd pick me up. If I needed tickets, he'd make sure I had tickets. And he put me in a family atmosphere with, at that time, his girlfriend, Yvonne. Surprised I remembered, I know, Reggie. <laughs> so, I'm gonna fast forward you. I traded from the Dodgers, traded from Texas, released from Philadelphia. And I got an opportunity to work out for the A's in Baltimore, Maryland. At that time, working out in their backyard, the Baltimore Orioles said I couldn't make their double A team. And they didn't have any interest in watching me work out. I, I threw for Sandy Alderson, although Sandy was not there. So I threw for West Stock and Jackie Moore. And shortly after that, I was signed. I think they thought I was a little bit crazy because after I signed, I had a couple of sessions with Harvey Dorfman, one of best baseball's best mental coaches in the game. And I passed the test, so I went to AAA for all of one game. I pitched one game there, came to the big leagues, and Dusty Baker made a change in my life because I was sitting on the bench, not paying much, and I felt like it was the same thing. I thought I was going to walk away from the game. And Dusty told me, Stu, whatever you do, make them take the uniform off your back. Don't give it away. Months after that, Dusty was right. In comes Tony La Russa, in comes Dave Duncan. And that is the beginning for me. So Sandy is here, and I've told him, told him privately, but I want to say it publicly, and he doesn't need it. Thank you for having confidence and faith in me. I pitched a game against Tony La Russa in 1983 when I was traded to the Texas Rangers. And I happened to throw a 2 nothing shutout against them in Arlington Stadium. He remembered that game and decided as his first opportunity managing the A's in Boston, I would make, it, I would make that start. He calls me in Milwaukee 
And he says, Dave Stewart. And in his words, I answered, hello. <laughs> he said, is this Mrs. Stewart? I said, no, this is Dave Stewart. <laughs> so in the real conversation, he says, you're going to start Monday night. It's a national televised game. You're going to pitch in Boston. And you're going to pitch against Roger Clemens. Do you have any problems with that? I said, I'm ready to go. That started the evolution of my career. I beat Boston. I went seven innings. Reestablished a pitch that changed my career, the fork ball. Met Dave Duncan, who was the best mental coach I ever had. Because physically, I'll tell you this, fellas. You play in the big leagues and you get here because you have the talent to play. But you maintain and you have long careers because your mental ability catches up with your physical. Dave Duncan helped mature my mental and I became... I think a very good pitcher. I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna step away. There's appreciation that needs to be had. If you look at those names up there, you see Reggie Jackson. You see Ricky Henderson. You see Dennis Eckersley. You see Raleigh Fingers. Skip that other guy. Then there's number 27, Catfish Hunter. All those names are memorialized in the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And so to the Oakland A's, Dave Cavill, Mr. Fisher, Billy Bain, Billy Bean, David Forrest, thank you very much for putting me in a place that I never thought I would be. Thank you very much that up until today, I didn't think I belonged. Thank you. One final thing, one final thing, one final thing. There's three things that are important in my life today. It's God, my family, my friends, you the fans who are my extended family, and my friends. It was a pleasure to play here in Oakland for you, to grow up here in Oakland, because who I am, what I am, and what I will always be is in Oakland, A and a native of Oakland. Thank you.
Dave Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. We have, we have some wonderful gifts for Stu. And first of all, here to present Stu with a bouquet of flowers is Bobby Henderson. Bobby is Ricky's mother, and she was close friends with Stu's late mother, Natalie. Wow, that's really special. Really cool. Here to present Stu with some other special guests. The gang up here, including Eck and Mac and Carney and Ricky and the rest of you guys can take a look at a very impressive work of art on Birchwood created by artist Lauren Taylor who was kind enough to join us here today. And now, of course, a framed jersey for Stu. And a special thanks to Todd and Reggie and Steiny and Mac and Eck and Ricky and Carney and Reggie and Tony and Wally for joining us up here today. It's so special to have all of you up here with us. Well, we now ask for help from your family, Stu. If we could turn our attention to the outfield wall. And by the warning track for the next big reveal today. Now, of course, we've added number 34 up to the tarps top Mount Davis, but now we see it on the outfield wall. Once again, let's have a big round of applause for Dave Stewart. What an absolutely special day. I've seen a lot of ceremonies in my career, and I can tell you this was one of the more special ones, if not the most special. You know, when you talk about someone like Dave Stewart, it's more than just what this man did as a player. It's what he did inside a community, a community he grew up in a community that his entire life, especially as a professional, especially when he had the stage, wanted to make his community better. So we have a lot of players throughout the years of all these different organizations who get their numbers retired. They meet a lot, no question, to their towns. But it's extra special when you look up 
and you see Dave Stewart's number 34 on the left field wall next to Ricky Henderson on Ricky Henderson Field where these guys grew up together as kids coming to games. You can't make this stuff up. Absolutely magical. Dave Stewart, truly one of the great Oakland athletes of all time, if not Oakland athletics, all the Hall of Famers and the great Oakland A's players. To see Dennis Eckersley, Mark McGuire, Carney Lansford, to see them all come off together and remember the great run that they had in the late 80s and early 90s, this was a priceless moment. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.